Brad and Frit, Brad and Frit, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune in to Brad and Brit. It's the Brad and Brit cast. We thank you for joining us. It's on We Try Harder Thursday. And uh, here's a program note. Uh, next week, no Brad and Brit cast. Brit will be at re-education camp in the mountains. That's correct. Learning how to behave himself. <laughs> and uh, I will be pulling weeds every day. That's all I do. <laughs> Just That's pull weeds. Good for you. Pull weeds. And so we'll see you on the... That'll be the uh, 26th i believe that's, no, that's correct yeah. no it is the there you're right I, no it's the 24th 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 of july ladies and gentlemen yeah okay thank you uh the list is like this ready okay. coke gate worse than Watergate. Uh-huh. worse than everything ever in the history of everything mm-hmm Keeping Don off the ballot. Uh-huh. The Jesus actor guy is still oh, yeah. nuts. Yeah. Uh, another rich guy, cheap ass story. Uh-huh. Uh, Bob Iger gives up on ABC. Here's, hmm. Here's proof on why he's right. Uh, this goes back to yesterday. Are we just measuring inflation wrong? Mm-hmm. And uh, another coming in number 50 on the list of the 57 states for Florida. Another category. Hadn't heard this one before. Jeez. Um, sure. Why not? That's fun. You ready? They're number 50 in the price of car insurance costs oh. more to drive in florida than any other state potato for potato dollar for dollar car for car just just why is that well first of all when you have a hurricane come in and destroy tens of thousands of cars the insurance companies have to pay out a lot of money so what do they do they pay out the money and then they they take it out on everybody else and then as always at the at the heart of any why is florida the worst state in category x it's because there's more fraud there are more phony claims you know they probably well i swear didn't you see the story probably 25 years ago of the the rear ending uh scams that these guys had set up where they would rear end someone on purpose okay and uh the person would get out of the car and then that person would claim oh you did this to me and and they they'd hit up the insurance i swear that all started in florida they perfected it in florida long before it happened anywhere else the last 10 years car insurance in florida up 88 percent so it's not the intellectually lazy there's just a bunch of really shitty old people driving around in florida no it's not that no, it's not a factor at all. That's that's too easy. That's too easy. That that would be too easy. Um, <laughs> I don't even see an attempt to to pin it on the uh, average age of, and that wouldn't explain it anyway. 
Yeah, I think that would do it. Really because, as you know, older drivers actually are not the worst drivers in terms of claims and things of that sort. It's I mean, There's a reason that uh, if you have a, a 17-year-old who just got their license, <laughs> well, well, well no. we know. We know this because John Stossel, about 40 years ago, did a 2020 story in which he took his father out, of course, who was 25 or 30 years older than him for a driving test. And his father did better on the driving test than him. So that is absolutely empirical evidence that old people are better drivers. Well, that sold me. That's that sold me. So it's that's the a, kind of shit that's that's the kind of shit that Stossel was doing all the time. That's the kind of like just anecdotal shit that he would sell off as proof of. Yeah, oh, yeah, that, you know what? It if, is. If, it, if it turns out to be true, it's it's uh, somewhat interesting. But but Florida has Florida is an you can't move their state because you can't afford the car insurance and you couldn't get homeowners insurance for a new house if you wanted to buy one. And if you are in a house in Florida right now, say you've been in the house for whatever number of years, you can't move because you already have homeowner's insurance, assumedly, and you couldn't get more if you moved, and you couldn't afford it if you moved. And you're just screwed. Um, it's bad enough that people are house locked all over the country because they have a low mortgage rate. Nobody wants to move and lose their 3% or 2% mortgage to move somewhere where it's seven. So, so Florida, it, it's really, and the people are still moving there. I understand that. Well, it's, the, it, it's, the, it's the no still. state income tax. People get roped in by that shit. Right. And it is a, it's a high tax state and it's a high insurance state, as you point out. So any gains that you make, they get you. One way or the other. Plus, remember, if you're retired, you're not paying uh, that much income tax anyway. You're not working anymore. I know you still have an income. I understand. But uh, you know what? Uh, Ron DeSantis is going to fix all those problems in the next few months anyway. So I don't know why we brought it up. I apologize. Yeah, it's about freedom. And that's why you moved to Florida. By God. Exactly. It's uh, and you want to go. We're we're twins hunting. You want Coke Gate? Uh, Jesus actor is nuts. Uh, keeping Don off the ballot. Uh, Iger gives up on ABC. Here's why. Are we measuring inflation wrong? Or let's do uh, let, let's do Coke Gate because we haven't done Coke Gate and that's stretching now into several weeks. Several weeks. Well, the uh, investigation is already complete. Uh-huh. It's already been completed by the Secret Service. There was cocaine found in the West Wing of the White House. It turns out it was left there by actor Martin Sheen <laughs> five years ago during the uh, filming of the West Wing. <laughs> now, they didn't identify a suspect. And of course, naturally, the Republicans have accepted the word of the Secret Service because uh, they believe in the Secret Service, they believe in rule of law, and they believe in the integrity of the Secret Service, and they've decided to just move on. I couldn't be more full of shit. Uh, Representative Tim Burchett of Tennessee stormed out of the briefing, offered to members of Congress, after the Secret Service uh, said that they couldn't identify, it was bogus. 
The investigation was a complete failure. They know who it is. They have facial recognition. They have, you know, y'all can't go in there without giving your social security number anyway. And it's it. And of course, when you have cocaine, you usually have your social security number embossed. Yeah, in case you lose it. Bag. Right. Yeah, just in case. I mean, you don't want to misplace it. You want it to come back to you. Right. Uh, perennial idiot Nancy Mace, of course, <clears throat> says, yeah, I want some answers. It just seems anytime we have any questions about any unsavory activity around the Bidens, no one can provide an answer conclusively or not, as opposed to the Trump family and the Trump regime and the Trump administration, where we automatically get answers instantly. There's no attempt to hide. There's no attempt to obfuscate. We had an honest government up until January 20th, 2021, didn't we, Britt? Wow. It, it was. <laughs> After the illicit <laughs> substance was found in the West Wing on Jan, July 20th, one person familiar with the investigation explained to Politico that they thought they would never be able to find the person because the place where it was found is, quote, a bit of a thoroughfare. Hmm. 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 Uh, Britt, should, should Biden resign? Before he gets his feet back on the ground in the United States, or should he wait till he gets back here? Oh no, it should he should absolutely hundred percent resign now. <laughs> just go ahead and forget about it. Just have Kamala take the oath of office, and he'll come back in what is not Air Force One because it's not carrying the president anymore. It's pretty funny. Even on Fox and Friends, they're fighting over this, and I think it's Ducey saying, "No, there's no. First of all, there's no fucking evidence. It's Hunter Biden. Yeah, and." Number two, shut the fuck up. It's not Hunter Biden. This is on Fox and Friends. So uh. it's I mean, I, I, I don't defend Hunter Biden on a lot, but I, I, I really don't think this is his. And I don't I, I'm not sure what it proves it was. And I don't you know, I go, I don't know. I don't know what they're they're going for here. I really no, don't see, see. But here, here's the the real question. Do you care? You, the well, answer, of course, is no, you don't. I don't care. No, I mean, the narrative would be that they're having, I mean, I think the narrative that they'd like to, to put forth among the Tim Burchetts and the Nancy Maces and is that they're having wild sex campaign uh, cocaine orgies uh, and doing lines off of the, well, the desk in the well, Oval Office. Exactly right. If there's one bag found, yeah. obviously it's like cockroaches. There's never one, right? I, I got news for you. There's probably never been any more cocaine in that White House than there was during the Reagan era. I, I mean, I'm, it was probably like fucking crazed cocaine uh, all over that White House. But, you know, I they covered I, I that up, it. didn't they? <laughs> well, they covered that up. I mean, I don't I don't know what they're going for here. I'm not crazy that there was cocaine found outside. But again, I like as you point out, I'm not sure this is the crime of the century. So not only that, I, I'll tell you what, I'm putting this in the I don't care. You know, if there was cocaine found during trump's i wouldn't care that would be the least of the issues that would threaten the day-to-day governance existence and administration of government in a white house one bag of cocaine so i'll be consistent um i want everybody in that white house drug test oh they already are they have drug shit god damn it never mind all right, uh, Jesus actor is nuts. All right, yes. and you know who we're talking. We're talking about Jim 
Caviezel. Caviezel okay. was the guy. He also played but, Superman. And which one? Which one was he? He was like right before. It was like about 10, 15 years ago. He was uh, one of the Superman. Several, several. Uh... All right. So there is this movie out that you and the liberal media don't want to talk about. It's huge. Yeah, I've it's, been hearing. It's kicking Indiana Jones all over the box office, and you liberals don't want to talk about it because it doesn't fit. It doesn't fit your agenda, right? Oh, God. That's the, well. That's the narrative once again. Uh, Jim Caviezel is pushing a QAnon conspiracy theory that uh, you, liberal Brit, drink the blood of infants. Yeah. Uh, today, today being Thursday as we speak, he told very credible podcast compadre of ours, Steve Bannon, that had a message for Trump about the screening of this movie called The Sound of Freedom, which is a QAnon link movie which will be seen, guess where, on July 19th. Guess who's going to screen it at his own home? And I'll give you a clue. Woodrow Wilson screened uh, Birth of a Nation at his house, which was the White House, back in I mean, 1915. So where do you think this is going to be screened and at whose house on July 19th? Go. This is, not, is it Trump's house? Yes. Yeah. At Bedminster. Is Tucker invited? I don't think so. I don't think there's good blood between Tucker Carlson and Trump these days. What happened? Uh, what happened Tucker, to us? Tucker is conducting some kind of uh, imaginary town hall in his mind, apparently, with four or five of the the uh, wannabes, and Trump refuses to participate. So there's not, no, uh, that's there's not a lot bad. of love lost there. You hate to see those relationships deteriorate, don't you? The film says that global elites are involved in a massive sex traffic conspiracy. So uh, if you still haven't given up on the idea of Pizzagate, mm -hmm. uh, which goes back to the Hillary Clinton campaign where, where she ran a she had a pizza place in Washington, D.C. and a secret dungeon down there where they they funneled kids in for sex trafficking and I guess picked out their their favorite ones to uh, kill and drink their blood, which is, by the way, what they do. Well, it it, uh, it encouraged a man from North Carolina to drive up to D.C. Yes. and start shooting. Well, so how could it not be true? So here's Caviezel. Uh, earlier today, and he appeared on, and Britt, remember, if uh, if you have Roku, like I do, because yeah. I'm an elite. Yeah, Roku, you are. Yeah, you are. Uh, it, it has like three idiot channels all put back to back to back to back. You can watch. There is, uh, I think it's, okay, this is Real America's Voice. There's one america i think oam yeah. right yeah. and then there's newsmax yeah and they are they're right up against each other so you can watch uh any of the three at any given moment and if trump is doing a rally you know on the you know on the antarctic border they run it live so that's where you can get that so here's here's caviezel it gets a bit uh, how should we say it? Thick, fairly on. I may just jump around because it gets that thick. 
I also want to say to Donald Trump, then when you watch this movie, you will be at peace and at rest because you, more than anyone, have done incredible things. Um, Jesus talks about that. Uh, you know, faith without works is dead. First James, I believe. But it is dead. And Donald Trump. This guy's an actor, right? He's well, not a. Allegedly. He's not a disciple of uh, Jimmy Swaggart or somebody like that, is he? Well, I think when he played Jesus, he thought he really was. By the way, the film is called Sound of Freedom. It is playing at a couple theaters within a few miles of your house, Brad. If you'd like to People catch that. and be how private he is about his faith. Well, he's getting it done for our Lord and Savior. And our Judeo-Christianity, when you go back to David, you know, Trump is like that. Here's a boy that was called out. Many people didn't like him, including his own. I'm talking about David now, his own father. And he was selected by God, and I believe Donald Trump was. Let, let's uh, move forward, as they like to say. Oh, Donald Trump was selected by God to go, to go straight to hell. Gifts, but they were bought and they were paid for. But there's yeah. still a chance to turn. Yeah. And these children represent god they're the most innocent and like god and that's why the devil wants to kill them yeah we don't want to play the whole clip been this way since it gets the the best part is the is the there is no best part of this there's no best part of any of this more than ever and enslaving them and doing many many things including organ harvesting and adrenochroming them and i will say that till i'm you know i'm dead it's true uh, are you familiar with uh, with that word? No, that he said no. Among the people that I've seen promoting this thing on social media is a an adult film actress. She thought it was amazing. It's so, called uh, adre- adrenochroming. That's the apparent official <sighs> description of blood drinking. Isn't this the first cousin of the stuff they accuse the Jews of, like drinking the blood of Christian babies or something like that? Wasn't that the thing? Yes. Of course. Okay. I mean, it's this is like kind of related to that, isn't it? There will be a lot of things that are going to come out. We'll eventually get to see what Trump talked about, the Hunter, Hunter uh, laptop from hell. What's on that? It's from hell. Well, I have a good idea what's on that. Well, he it's sounds pretty good. bad. He sounds sane. You, you, you see, it wouldn't be called the laptop from hell if it really wasn't actually from hell, which is, yeah, again. Which, which one of those stupid fucking channels was that on? This was on Real America's Voice. Real America's Voice. Okay. In a show yeah. called War Room, and that's hosted by, that's right, Steve Bannon. Uh he he sounds like a zombie, like he's been hypnotized. Uh, but, clear, clearly, this guy is mentally ill. But the thing about it, this is the core of Trump's support. Well, it's supposedly. It kind of is. Uh, and there's nothing you can say or I can say to change their minds right now. Mm-hmm. So what we need to do is uh, figure out a way to keep Trump's name off the ballot, right? How do we do that? Well, funny you should bring that up. 
And this is something that was talked about a couple years ago, and it kind of went away. And I don't know why it went away. But uh, in the 14th Amendment, and that 14th Amendment is getting a, a lot of working out lately. Have you notice that? It is. It's a big one. Um, it talks about the fact that if you take the oath of office, an oath of office, it doesn't have to be the presidency, and then you engage in insurrection, you are forever barred from holding public office again. And we have two groups that yesterday sent letters to election officials in nine key states, the ones that Trump would most likely try to pull off successfully what he couldn't pull off in 2020 to try to cheat should he be the Republican nominee and get his ass kicked in the election in 2024. Um, In the 14th Amendment, you're barred from office if you've taken an oath to support the U.S. Constitution and then you have engaged in insurrection or rebellion. What part of that do state officials all across this country not understand? Oh, I get it. It's there, but if we did that, that would open up a can of worms, Brit. Every person from here and forever would be opposed and would not be allowed to run because every candidate you know of has done the same thing Trump did. He's just getting tagged for it, right? Well, isn't this where the uh, so-called conservative originalists turn into, well, I don't think that's what the founding fathers meant. Hang on a minute. (laughs) Uh, So here are the groups that are bringing this back to the forefront. Uh, This one's called Free Speech for People, FSFP. Their leader is someone named Alexandra Flores uh, Quilty. And uh, she says the evidence is overwhelming that Donald Trump incited and mobilized the insurrection on January 6, 2021. Election officials must carry out their duty, follow this constitutional mandate that uh, if you've taken an oath of office and you engage in insurrection, you're forever barred from holding public office again. And they need to do it with Trump. And then we have another group called the Me Familia Vota Education Fund. Well, Brit, we can't listen to you. These are Hispanic groups. What the hell do they know about our Constitution? Me My God. What? <laughs> anyway, actually, of course, they're both correct. And they've asked secretaries of state and election officials to exclude the <clears throat> twice impeached former president from future ballots and highlighted the 14th Amendment does not. And this is the important part, because I know that the quick answer is going to be, well, he hasn't been convicted of insurrection. He hasn't been convicted of those kinds of things that you said should bar him from being allowed back on the ballot. Well, guess what? The 14th Amendment does not require that Congress, a court, or anybody else adjudicate the question of Mr. Trump's ineligibility. In other words, a subjective view of what Donald Trump did is enough to have him barred from appearing on a ballot. So 
they sent the letters to the following secretaries of state. California, Colorado, Georgia, Massachusetts, Michigan, New York, Oregon, Pennsylvania, and North Carolina. I'm not quite sure why they why they uh, missed out on Arizona. <laughs> shouldn't have skipped Arizona, obviously, right? Right. And they shouldn't have skipped out on Wisconsin. That's true. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, you get the point. And these are probably all states that have uh, Democratic attorneys general, which is true. That is true. But Arizona has has a Democratic attorney general now, too, I do believe. Right. And they have a Democratic governor. Um, secretaries of state and state election officials are well within their authority to bar Trump from the ballot. We all know that he incited an insurrection, says the Me Familia Vota National Programs Manager, Irving Zavaleta. Trump is disqualified. Come on, man. Bring it. Do it. <laughs> Get it done. Have the courage. Do what's right. Do it. Do it. Are they wrong? Well, no, they're, they're not wrong. And again, this is one of those things where these people who, uh, the conservatives who interpret the Constitution, it's fairly straightforward. It says what it says, and it means what it means. That was part of the thing with the um, impeachment that followed the insurrection was that if he was convicted of that, he would be barred from running for office again. Um, so, no. Oh, wait a minute. So this is another case of it doesn't matter what the 14th Amendment says. The rules are always different because he's Donald Trump. Always. Is, is what, you know, it's not you really believing that, but you just said what's going on here. Right? Of course. Yeah. But uh, what about that cocaine? When are they going to find out who did that cocaine? Put that exactly. cocaine in the. Yeah. Come How on. You bar, right. Come How on. can you bar Donald Trump from the ballot in 2024 when there was cocaine in the White House? How can you do that? Did you see what that? Did you see the thing? I think they, on the five or one of those stupid shows that Kennedy's on, she went all through all the uh, different synonyms or different uh, things, things people call uh, cocaine, and she ended up with booger sugar. And everybody on, on the, the set just cackled away. They thought it was the funniest right. thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> it's always been funny. It always will be of course. funny. But, you know, that's right, what bothers uh, me the most is they had the king of late night, and they're moving him to 10 o'clock. That's <laughs> bothering me over at Fox. That kills me. Greg uh, Douglas. Greg Gutless. I don't know if you've seen some of the clips or some of the stuff they put on Mediaite from the uh, the Geraldo Rivera bitch session on The View. Apparently, he he wants to beat the shit out of Greg Gutfeld. <laughs> Apparently, that's a thing that Geraldo wants to do, is he wants to take Greg Gutfeld out to the parking lot and just wham his face into the wall. I think he could do it. Geraldo's, uh, yeah, he's he's a pretty in-shape guy. He's in his mid to late 70s, but he's an in-shape guy. And I believe Gutfeld is four foot six. Okay. Oh, I, no, I got, my money would pretty be on Geraldo. I mean, Geraldo from being raised as kind of a street-fighting guy in New York, you know? Sure. I, oh, I give Geraldo Oh, that's right, Britt. I forgot. He's got some Puerto Rican in him, so he knows how to fight. <laughs> Jesus I know. <laughs> I didn't make any knife jokes. I don't know what you're talking about. No, uh, do the I, you know, he watches West Side Story every week. 
<laughs> so it, he dances before he gets into the knife action? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. Uh, give me uh, Iger gives up on ABC and why he might you be right. You, you got it. Um, uh, Bob Iger, who has been running Disney now for, uh, I guess he's been back there for almost a year. And he said, I'm going to do this for two years, and then I'm out again. I'm going to retire. I've turned this fucking thing around. of all kinds of problems. And uh, yesterday he said, nah, hang on. Uh, I like the Vladimir Putin. I'm going to stay an extra two years. What do you think? No. <laughs> the board of directors said, please stay. And he's going to stay another two years, try to turn around. The uh, now problematic Walt Disney company they have uh, issues with disney plus and blah 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 but anyway so he did a interview this morning which i happen to have watched every minute of it i'm sorry to say uh and he essentially said it's uh it's definitely over for linear tv linear tv in this case of what disney owns is everything except espn so National Geographic, FX, um, the ABC television network. Get them out. They're not core to Disney anymore. We'll see you. They don't make the kind of money that they used to. People don't watch that kind of TV so much anymore, and it's throwing good money after bad. Now, uh, with that in mind, here is the uh, next iteration of The Bachelor, which, of course, is a show that's a uh, been seen on abc what's that been on about 20 years or so about that yeah yeah and, you know, they, it's they one of the biggest shows on tv it's one of the biggest it is. The hits and, on television. And the, the bachelorette and yeah. now you ready here comes the golden bachelor oh it's old people <laughs> yeah yes yes Good. uh and i think this is a big mistake i think it's a big mistake this is never gonna if they were going to be true to what the uh, golden bachelor should be it would be 70 year old guys wanting to date the exact same girls who are on The Bachelor, right? Yeah, they all, that's right. They all want the 23-year-old hotties. Yeah, yeah. They don't want the women who are in the rest homes no, who it's are the looking bat- for a man because they're widows. They don't want those. Fuck, what are they doing? What it's the Bachelor... Doing? It's the Bachelor Daddy Issues edition is what we want to that, – that would be more accurate, I think. More fun, they too. identify the mature mystery star next week on uh, Good Morning America. I just love that cross-promotion that they do. It works so well. Oh, It'll it's brilliant. On Mondays this fall at 10 p.m. So they don't run uh, Monday Night Football on – abc anymore they just run it on espn is that right i guess so well no, they, they there's a couple of times they share it there's they, they'll do the simulcast three or four times a year they do the simulcast yeah uh, abc described the show as showcasing quote a whole new kind of love story <laughs> one for the golden years now don't you think that yeah. if it's uh an older guy yeah trying to impress a woman of of any age she's got to know how much dough this guy has in the bank because you know if they find some guy on skid row and clean him up right make him look good but he's got not a dime to his name right yeah this and, goes and back he's got to... kids that don't speak to him adult children you don't want that 
No, this goes back to I'm going to need to see your credit score. <laughs> right. Before we take any clothes off, before we disrobe it all, sir, I'm going to need to see a credit score. Before we start ordering the lobster or the dessert or anything at dinner. They've totaled up the the uh, number of seasons between The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, and Bachelor in Paradise. How did I miss that one? And it's a total of 60 TV I was, seasons. Uh, I was going to say, because it's kind, of, it's kind of fake because they can do two seasons a year like they do with Survivor and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's, yeah. Not like, it's not like the good old days, Brad, that as we discussed the other day where they just have one season pretty much a year, and that's that's a wrap. They can do two seasons and keep it on rocking. Plus, they have all those other, other versions of it you talked about. All right, but back to uh, – now the news, the former and current and future CEO of what? Disney, Bob Iger, who, by the way, he would be, I know he's, he's married and he's, his life is, is pretty good. It doesn't have any issues like that. Yeah, I see. I think. In, in another world, he would be the perfect kind of person to be the golden bachelor. He's uh, 72. He's got more money than God, right? And he's a normal individual. I'm not quite sure that's what's going to happen on this show, you know, because if you watch The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, the person always has a lot of real problems when you dig down into it, right? They're well, always something really fucked up about them, so. Well, that's the key to it is you got to, I mean, you don't know what's going to happen. That's why you watch. I mean, I have no idea. It could be anything. Yeah. Wasn't Wednesday anything can happen day on the Mickey Mouse Club or was that Tuesday? Uh, it was one of those days. I don't remember. <laughs> it was one of those days. That. Uh, yeah. I'm Donnie. <laughs> uh, last one. Are we measuring inflation all wrong? You know, we're talking about uh, the good inflation numbers, relatively speaking, that were released on Wednesday. Well received by everybody who's concerned about this, which is basically everybody. And uh, nobody anywhere says it's time to declare victory and come home. You still got to worry about it. You still have to make sure that you're not saying, oh, we've solved the problem. Let's just go back to the way things were five years ago. It's not going to be that simple. But here's the the issue, and this is a little piece in the Wall Street Journal. And I was not aware of this. And, you know, when you watch the weather and there's a hurricane coming, they always show you the American model and the European model, right? Mm -hmm. Those spaghetti strands showing here's where the hurricane's most likely to hit. And sometimes they match up, but very often they're very different from each other. And it turns out that the United States and the uh, European Union measure inflation very, very differently. Uh, In Europe, they do not include the biggest driver of inflation in the United States that shows up every month in our number that puts us, oh, about two and a half, three points higher than Europe, and that is the imputed cost of rent. Are you aware of this? This is I didn't... In, in our inflation number. Okay. Right? This is how much would it cost if you – or me, if we rented out our homes, you're supposed to estimate that and tell whoever uh, does the canvassing to uh, come up with the numbers every month. Um, U.S. That's corn inflation, a, yeah. which excludes 
food and energy measured using the standard consumer price index was 2.6 percentage points higher than the European style inflation. Theirs is called the Harmonized Index of Consumer Prices. This is the largest gap that it has ever existed. And in Europe, they do not include the imaginary cost of what you, the homeowner, would pay to rent your own house, which is one-third of our number. See? They've got, that on, they've got that on Zillow. I know you look at Zillow a lot. Yeah, but who says it have to, has to be? I'm not renting out my house to myself every no, month. Are you? But it, it's on Zillow. <laughs> it's on there. I know. <laughs> I know. And this sounds like one of these things. Well, this is the way we've been doing it for 40 years. We can't exactly. change it now. Exactly. And of course, if we do change it now, this would be, oh, Biden is cheap. Mm-hmm. It's a lie. Oh, that they're- was a, right. that was a classic during the Obama administration. Oh, they're figuring out unemployment, a different way to try to grease the skids for him. That son of a bitch. Right. Right. So that's just. I mean, that's a really important thing. It really, really is. The other thing that drives me crazy, apparently a big part of the consumer price index, is the price of used cars, which were going up really fast in the last year, year and a half, and that helped drive inflation. Again, do you buy a goddamn car every month? I do not. As it turns out, I do not. And, And by the way, airfares are big. Now, airfares have been going down. So that's helpful. The price of used cars is going down and even renting your own house has gone down slightly. And that allows for the, the broad number to go down, but that's just our little, uh, our little economic nugget as best I can explain it. And, uh, as you know, I did a fabulous job doing that. Didn't I? I thought you nailed it. Uh, you had, you also had cheap rich guys on, on the, uh, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We don't want to forget that one. Don't want to leave any meat on the bone. Uh, that one, that one, that one. Yeah. Uh, not that one. Let's see. Is it this one? Oh, yeah. Here, here it is. Hey, guess who the cheap rich guy is? Yeah. It's, it's Elon Musk. Ah. Um, Apparently, he owes about a half billion dollars in severance pay to uh, all those people that he fired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what is that? Are, are these <laughs> the same people? Wait, are these the same people that, in his imagination, are now all working for Facebook to produce the competing product threads, which apparently they're actually not? but who he didn't pay any severance to anyway. What's, what's up with this guy? What, what is it that the richest person in the world, or at least one of them, is constantly in the news for doing cheap things um, and being a skinflint and being a lot? What is that? Uh, he's just, he, he does. I, I think that it happens sometimes to some rich people, not everybody, but they just do shit because they can Oh, I'm, I owe you half a billion dollars. Oh, go to court, asshole, and get it from me. This is a class action suit that was uh, filed this week. Uh, 
and it was filed by someone who might know the uh, person who was in the human resources department at Twitter. And this person wasn't just let go. This person was canned back in 2019, long before Musk was running the place. So apparently this is a corporate culture kind of thing at Twitter. And the accusation is that uh, Trump knew about the severance plan that was supposedly put in place by his predecessor. And of course, he did nothing about it and just let it run, 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 run. Of course. And I just, as you know, here in the court of Brad and Brit, it's always guilty until proven innocent. Which is, <laughs> That's funny. Uh, it's just like at home with your with your brother and your mom. If, if, if something that you did, you didn't do, if you're the younger brother, you're automatically guilty, right? Oh, that's yeah. It does the, the shit does trickle downhill. You prove that you're innocent. One of the all time great uh, cheap rich guys thing. I believe this was former head of CBS Les Moonves. Do you remember he was at some sort of function and he was tipping the guy the valet and he said, "I've only got a hundreds. I've only got hundreds. I'll, I'll get you next time." Instead of just handing the guy a hundred dollar bill and just saying, "Hey, good job, whatever. Let's call it even." Uh, you know. Take yourself somewhere nice. Uh, <laughs> that's one of my favorite uh, cheap rich guy stories. Because hmm. $100 to, you know, to, to Les Moonves, it should be said, is like a fart to you and me. It's, it's, it's absolutely nothing. All right. We got everything on the list. We I believe that's everything. We tried harder. We're going to be gone for the next week. Brit's at re-education camp out yep. in the mountains. I'll be here pulling weeds. <laughs> here in uh, greensboro north carolina so. yeah, stop by brad will put you to work he loves pulling those weeds yep yep we'll see you on the 24th <laughs>